Welcome to Extra Points. Now here's your host, Cousin Sal, and his good, good pals, Dave Damashek and Martin Weiss. All right, welcome to the Extra Points podcast. Cousin Sal coming to you on this Christmas Eve with my dear, dear pals, Dave Damashek and Martin Weiss. And Dave and Martin, we're adding someone to the mix. I think this is a plus. This is a great free agent signing. She may be... Made a late season run for MVP of the Extra Points Podcast Network, (laughs) Miss Megan Connolly from Megan Fun of Sports. What's happening, Megan? Wow, what an introduction. I'm honored to be here in the run at MVP. Who am I taking down? Martin? Was he he in the running before I joined? I think it's like a... Yeah, it's like a Jonathan Taylor type situation where you were 100 to 1 like four weeks ago and then just something miraculous, a Christmas miracle took place. Shaq, I don't know. I mean, I know you're a fan of this. You? Well, Megan no, not Connelly. since not since, not since Andre the Giant in Piper's Pit uh, ripped the crucifix off of the Hulkster's neck. Right. Has there been such a heel turn as what we saw from Megan Connolly's Twitter feed? Earlier this week, Megan uh, Connolly, a favorite team, a Patriots team. You know what, though, Dave, I saw this coming. We can get to it in a minute, but I kind of saw this coming. Well, let let me let's uh, let's set up exactly what happened here. Exactly. uh, Anyone who doesn't know what's going on. Megan Galley is a big Colts fan, even bigger uh, Colts fan because she's carrying a baby now. She looks beautiful. That's not a way. She's for two now. She's two Colts fans now in one body. Megan Connolly. Big Patriots fan. They squared off Saturday. They before the game, they bet on Megan Fun of Sports. The loser has to get a tweet sent by the winner on their account. And Megan, you want to Megan Connolly, you want to say what happened? I mean, Megan Gelly made the most of it here. Yeah, she really did. But I was so confident going into this game that I would be the one telling Megan what to tweet. Like, there was no doubt in my mind until the block punt and everything added up. And, um, you know, I I tweeted this out yesterday, too. I would have rather her just, like, tweeted porn from my account. And then I easily could have just said, (laughs) hey, I, I was hacked. But she went to a personal place. She hates Josh McDaniels. I had to tweet that basically Josh McDaniels looks like he could have been somewhere on January 6th. Yes, exactly. And now this... This This uh, is even worse for me, though, because I used to work for the organization. (laughs) So, like, I've interacted (laughs) with Josh many times. I'm still in touch with people that I used to work with. I left on really good terms. And a lot of my following is Patriots media members. Josh (laughs) had also just did a press conference. So in the world of algorithms, if you're a Patriots media member, all you're (laughs) seeing is Josh McDaniel tweets. And then mine comes right up there and the phone blows up. It was probably the worst time to tweet that as well. And this all plays out on Megan Fun of Sports as you guys are recording this, the the it's being documented your mental breakdown throughout the hour and it's terrific and you subsequently start receiving tweets and texts from other patriot uh, media members is that right yeah patriot media members i had uh, one national media member reach out to me and was like are you sure this is a good look for you uh, <laughs> <laughs> like what? no what? let me think about that one <laughs> but it's so good. I, my one, uh, my one regret is because then you were getting numbers coming in. You didn't recognize the numbers. I wish, and the old me would have just been all over this. I wish I would, could have done a, a Robert Kraft impersonation and left a message from an unrecognizable number screaming at you and uh, and uh, making things even worse. But uh, luckily, luckily, I didn't think of that until three days. What after. the hell, Sal? Yeah, that would I have know, been nice. I but know. so now, so wait, so now you're gonna tweet out porn featuring Josh McDaniels? Is that what yeah. you said? This is, yeah, uh, I'm going to find Josh McDaniel's port and tweet. <laughs> yeah, this is when the Patriots no. lose to the Colts in the playoffs. Now it's good. Now no. we know what the next step is uh, yes. for you, tweet-wise. Uh, but no, I, I, I felt like I, I saw this coming out of McConnell. You, you, you embrace chaos a little bit more than you're letting on here. <laughs> first of all, that the, after in promotion of the, uh, the uh, extra points prop quiz for the Jimmy Kimmel Bowl, she tweeted at me. And said, I'm waiting on a proposal to happen at this Martin Weiss. I'm looking at you without any knowledge of my marital status or anything. What are you talking such. about? Waiting well, for a proposal. That was That's a whole different uh, story, though, right? Well, well no, there saying. was on the Jimmy Kimmel um, fill in the blank. You had to bet what would happen. And so I said oh. that Jimmy was going to oh, play right, the right, clarinet. Right. 
You yes. had to bet if there was going to be a proposal, and I knew that I ha- there was going to be one because I just figured Martin there would you be go. out there shooting shots. Right. So she just puts so so this verified Twitter account with you know I don't know followers in the K's. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't know. It's more than thousand. You know, a, a bunch. Right. More than uh, just standard. Right. You know, tagging me talking about I'm getting proposed to people actually sent me the tweet. And I was like, oh, I'm not proposing to anybody at this oh football my God. game. But uh. then also, too, if you go back on the money grab feed and find Megan for the sports, you'll hear her in the middle of the t- Megan Gailey gave her an out. She goes, you can take it down. And she goes, no, I think we got to leave it up a little bit longer. This is the worst thing I've ever had it happen to me in my entire life. We should have to leave it up just a little while longer. It's not going to go viral. Don't worry. This really sucks. Listen, she knows. She's from the wrestling world, um, right? I mean, you're, you can see her on SmackDown, SmackDown Digital. She's going to be potentially on Raw. Maybe I hear maybe next week. I don't know. But she knows how to build heat, right? That that. That's a building heat moment, right, Megan? It's part of the job, you know? And I actually did laugh at that part, Martin. I was like, why Why did I say we should leave this a little longer? <laughs> but you might know me better than myself. I think I, I, I wanted to watch it, watch it all play out and embrace chaos. There you go. Well, either way, that spells MVP for me. Late season run. We'll see how the voters, you know, I know, um, you know, like Aaron Rodgers, your stance on the vaccines could prohibit you from winning this year. No, no. This hey, well, we're at one of the great traditions <laughs> yeah. at the end of the year, and by the way, plug for the Shecky Awards on Minus 3, a, a great oh. uh, year-ending tradition. Sal uh, has always done Character of the Year and lists all the deeds and misdeeds of his pals. Mm-hmm. And, and he gives, one of his awards is Favorite New Person. Is Megan Connolly your favorite new person of 2021? You know, she might Sal. be. See, here's the thing. Last year was so weird because I met a lot of new people. Jerry Ferrara. I met a lot of people over Zoom, and I don't think it counts. And so oh. um, in person, we did meet Megan. She came out to L.A. Uh, a couple weeks ago. We all spent a spaghetti was there. Scott the Grizz, who's on here, he was there. We spent like five or six hours with her. And, you know, she didn't annoy me once. And for that, I think uh, she, right, she may be my favorite person. I do have to think about this, Shaq. Well, okay. you met. guys are really putting me over here. I don't know if I can take all these compliments. But I, that makes I, me feel better because I thought I overstayed my welcome. I got in my car and I was like, wow, you fucked up. No, it was Stayed fine. way it was too fine. long. No, we had fun. I don't know how to, I really don't know how to take this because I feel like I, I've had a singular conversation with you before the year 2020, Sal, but the majority of them have I been mean, just it's like when this you over met, Zoom. Though. No, it is when you met. It's absolutely, it has to be when you first lay eyes on the person. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you might have been like a 2018, Mark for me, right? The okay, first time all right, met. All right, but that's all right, I, all right, it's confused. Oh, the first Martin, time stop we ever being hung jealous out. of me, all right? Well, it's just, fine. The first this time we ever hung out me. was at your birthday party, which was definitely not in 20... <laughs> that was definitely 2021. Yeah. What's not fair is, like, Megan's answer for favorite person she met is going to be, like, uh, Paul Heyman or something. So uh, we don't even rank. It's a, we can't even... We can't compete with that. I thought that. it was going to be a Patriots PR director. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> Uh, either way, we are taking a break from sports today. If you want to get the game breakdown, go to Extra Points, our first um, episode of the week, and go to Against All Odds. Me and the Jenner Trifecta and I break it down. Uh, minus three, Sheck and um, Hench break it down. Lemon Pepper Parlay, Martin, and TJ Hushmanzada. But we're taking a break from sports. We want to switch things up. Um, also, I don't want to mutiny making these guys work on Christmas Eve. So this is pre-tape for Wednesday, posting Friday. It's going to be fun. We're going to discuss and dissect holiday pop, pop, pop culture. How do you say that? Subjects Close. through the perverted, depraved, and sinful lens of gambling. We're going to take three made-up propositions, assign them odds like a real Vegas sports book would, and then we'll use that as a launching point to discuss various topics. And then we're going to play a little cameo over-under, and that's where we really get at each other's throats. You guys ready for this? It's not as painful as it sounds. Yeah. All right. First question. What is the most annoying Christmas tradition? Most annoying Christmas tradition. Is it elf on a shelf, even odds? Secret Santa slash white elephant, three to one odds. Eggnog, eight to one odds. Sex in the city talk, 15 to one odds. I hope that's just this year. Or the field, two to one odds. Ladies first, Megan. What do you say? Most annoying Christmas tradition. Well, the Sex in the City one caught me off guard because I think that that's not a tradition. That's just. I hope not. I hope not. I, people um, are talking about it a lot this year, but yeah. So I'm going to take the field on this one. And um, here, can I give you what, what I want to pick? What, of course. Um, I think 
that day when you go with your family, and I grew up in the Midwest, so it was always cold, where you're walking around a giant Christmas tree farm for way too long to find the perfect tree and cutting it down. I think it's very overrated. You can just go pick one up anywhere if you want a real one where they just load it in your car, or you can go with the fake one, but spending a whole day in the freezing cold to find the perfect tree I'm out on. Interesting. So your family would actually cut it down, right? Or they cut it down for you or how did that? No, we would, you know, bring the saw with and and cut Uh, it down. uh, Oh yeah. That's rough if it's cold. All right. All right. Martin, what's your most annoying? Uh, yeah, that, that, I mean, it kind of sounds cool. The the whole process, did you come home and drink hot chocolate and did you decorate the tree or it was cool for like one or two years. And then after that, even when I was a kid and still really in the Christmas spirit, I'd be like, Dad, can we just pick one? Like, yeah. Anyone, put it in the car. Right, yeah. I'm thinking going fake, too. I think my father has to unfortunately die for me to do that. Um, and so it may have, uh, I think, three to five years left before uh, we decide to go fake. All right, Martin, what do you like uh, or what do you hate? Most annoying Christmas tradition. Uh, at three to one, Secret Santa, White Elephant, that's where the value is right here. Mm-hmm. I've never once sent, got a Secret Santa gift that I actually wanted, nor wanted to go buy one like I, I don't know what this person likes i don't even like this person all that much in general if you know otherwise i would just give them the gift uh, without it being a secret right uh, i would also say as a runner-up though the idea of a white christmas is incredibly annoying like like it's it's like a it's like a, a piggyback off of megan's it's cold it's snowy why do we have to be outside why mm-hmm. would you want snow on the one day of the year you're guaranteed not to have to work for most general people. You're oh. guaranteed not to have to work. You're going to almost positive going to travel from your house to grandma's or granddad's or whoever. Mm. Of course, icy roads and snow. Sounds amazing. I can't wait. Sign someone who grew up in the first, you know, 17 years of Christmases in Louisiana. There you go. Wow. All right. Well, you said white. I thought this was going to take a racial tone. I'm glad you it didn't. Uh, all right. So you're just saying the snow. White people is- Christmas now. <laughs> you're saying the snow is nice to look at. Shaq, I have a feeling you'd argue with that. You like the glorious snow on the right uh, coming down. Of course, I love a snowy white Christmas, and I'm a Jew. How am I more uh, in the? That's Christmas why you food? love white Christmas, because you're not traveling to grandma's house on Christmas Day. You're going to get some Chinese food, oh. going to the movies. Oh, you can incorrect. take your time. Incorrect, incorrect. Grammy and Poppy's was an institution, and in, uh, driving up to Aliquippa, where Tony Dorsett. And uh, and Mike Ditka and the rest of them grew up where, where Mo Damashek grew up. Um, yeah, I I, I go against uh, that. I, I love a cold and snowy um, one. Um, I have I, I'm going to go field. All right. Th- three. I hate the I, I'm sorry to be a jerk or a Scrooge or whatever to people who think it's super funny. I'm over the is Die Hard a Christmas movie conversation. Please stop. I, I'm uh, over it too. It was yeah. it's, it's it enough. was tired a decade ago. Please cut it out. By the way, you want to see snow and get in the mood? I watched Misery last night. That puts me in the Christmas mood. I know it's dark, but <laughs> oh, that's the nice. snow and Sweet. staying in and kind of it's the same same effect. Um, uh, another one that I uh, would strongly consider is um, maybe it's a little meta. The thing I, the most annoying thing about Christmas now is the people who complain, the Scrooges, about like Christmas decorations are out too early, Christmas commercials mm. in October. Lighten up. It's a Christmas. It's fun. It's festive. Yeah, it's well, nice. It's good times. Right. Why do people complain about Christmas commercials? It's, it's heralding time away from work or from school and lack of responsibility and yeah, gifts and giving gifts. I would what say would people no. complain because, about Because it, it, mean, it means, oh, my God, I haven't bought gifts. I haven't wrapped gifts. Oh my, someone's nudging me to do all this stuff, and it's still October. Someone like Martin who has, like, I would say over under a half a gift to buy. Martin, how many gifts do you have to buy? How many? I bought. I've bought one. I bought one Christmas gift. Son of a yesterday. Bitch. This wow. is what I mean. So why That's would it? we hate a white? What Christmas? did you get? You what did you get? All this. What did you get, Rob Parker? I didn't. I, oh shit! I got two Christmas gifts. <laughs> so I've got. Two now Christmas you have to gifts. get Rob something. If you get well, a Bayless one, you got to get right. That's so right. is um is it? I know you. This is what you really hate. But is Die Hard a Christmas movie in your mind? Because uh, I say no. I, it's not. It is because part of the plot pivots on a Christmas party. So, of course. Okay. I, I tend to agree with Dave's premise. Hans Gruber doesn't show up at the office mm-hmm. if there's no Christmas party going on there. 
it's I, essential I, I, to the story. Dave, you've missed the overarching point. This is why Thanksgiving is lame. First of all, people are trying to hold. Over. They're yes. trying to hold over. The reason why people get so call. Are you really gonna have Christmas commercials before Thanksgiving? Yes, absolutely. Because Thanksgiving is nothing but a dinner party with your friends. I mean, with your family, not your friends. Secondly. Delicious food th- and football all day. What a what a horror! I'm sorry you have. Oh to endure man, what's going to happen on Christmas? Oh my goodness, I can't imagine. <laughs> I know. All right, what's, Sal, what it's are really you painful. Do I know. Day? You have are to do gonna- it once. Let's shame no. the devil if you have to watch no. football and eat all day long with your pals and or your family. Oh, it's, what a nightmare! All I'm saying is you can do it every Sunday. On this on this particular day, Christmas Day, you'll get gifts with it. On Thanksgiving Day, you just get to hang out with Grandma. But how many Thanksgiving movies are there? How many Christmas movies are there? How many Thanksgiving How many movies are there debates about them being Thanksgiving movies? Planes, None. trains, and automobiles is the thing. Because nobody only cares. One. People the seem to forget that. And one yeah. and two, I want to give you my answer though. Those were I was just throwing out ones that I considered. Now, all right, we can't give six answers per topic. I'm gonna put. I'm gonna make it a rule right now. You have to give we, one. We. I agree. We yes. shouldn't. What I do is different. Now, okay. I, It'll all be cut out. Go ahead. <laughs> my answer is the most annoying thing about Christmas is... Is you coming up the, with an answer for the... Okay. It, it's, <laughs> you know, it's the biggest holiday, at least. And it's got the worst, uh, it's got the worst color scheme. Think about it if it were oh uniforms. Oh, my God. Uh. Kelly green and bright red? Who signed off on that? And why do we... I, this isn't like the... This isn't like the Minnesota Wild, which is a terrible name for a hockey team, but cool, dark green. I'm not talking about the, the, a nice pine green and a deep red. I'm talking about bright red. Bright green is hideous to look at, and we have to look at it for two months. Black and orange for Halloween is the winner. Blue and white just around this time of the year. Hanukkah even beats uh, the blue and white beats that. Mm-hmm. Brown, orange, and yellow, not great for Thanksgiving. Red, white, and blue is, uh, you know, a classic around July 4th. Red and pink, Valentine's Day. I don't know if a football team could pull that off. Green and white. This is, I mean, we might get to Valentine's Day Day by the time this diatribe is over. But all of those are better (laughs) than Christmas. The most annoying Christmas tradition is that uncle that will never shut up and always seems to relate it back to that one thing that doesn't really matter all day. Well, that's a Thanksgiving. Okay, hold on. I, I really, I really want to put rules on this. Let's really. He was trying to like take a shot, but he's a Scrooge, and no right. one wants to hear I know. from him. <laughs> I know. I'm going to give my answer. Now, I have problems with everything you got except the colors. That's ridiculous. But I, I do see the uh, walking around a Christmas tree lot uh, for any longer than three minutes is is probably not worth it. The secret, the white elephant is different from the secret Santa. The white elephant, I used to give away like live animals. I would give like an iguana, and people would freak out when they opened it. I also remember one year wrapping an oar, and so it could only be an oar, and everybody stayed away from that in the white <laughs> elephant because not a lot of family members had uh, kayaks um, in my family. But I got to go chalk here. Elf on a shelf. I hate it. I hate it. I mean, my biggest reminder needs to be to set my fantasy football lineup. Now I have to set an alarm to remind myself to move this, this little this little cretin. I can't stand it. Um, I have a, I've done something different in the last few days. My eight-year-old, who's the only one who believes, we usually watch like a baseball movie the last few um, days. And then I'm like, okay, now it's 10 o'clock. He doesn't have school the next time. I go upstairs, brush your teeth. I'll tuck you into bed. When he's upstairs, I hide the little shitbag uh, elf on the shelf. And the other day, he busted me. He oh, caught no. me. He hadn't gone in the bathroom. He was at the top of the steps. And he looks down, and I'm holding the thing. And he didn't say a word to me. It's like, um, it's like if like he walked in on me in the in the in the housekeeper doing walked something. Walked in nasty. on Josh McDaniel the, shooting oh. his porno or something. That's yeah. exactly right. That's what the it was. Messed up. The messed wow, up. Wow, that's uh, like heartbreaking that he's. Yeah, so I don't know this. what to do. We we haven't talked about it. Do I have to have this conversation now? Like now he knows I'm hiding something from him. Ah, but. Sal, he's been known. He's got how many older older siblings? He's been known that the elf on the shelf is moving magically you think every so? night. Nah, mommy and daddy are moving that thing left and right. Here's the rub. Here's the rub. He saw you yeah. doing it, so now it's like, oh shit, did I just mess up the whole like? Now that I, I have to opt into Santa to understand that right. I'm receiving gifts from Santa every year. If I don't know, if I, it, do I have to opt out now that I, now that, you know, once you, I once know, you see, now nothing's you know, watching. That's, that's tough. Well, I think the elf in the shelf, though, you can get away with like, hey, 
the elf's not real, but Santa still is. Like, I think he might buy that. That's where I'm at now. Now, I do recommend they do have this elf on the shelf with a full leg cast. And then the idea is you keep him in the same spot every day. It's like, ah, the elf <laughs> tore his ACL jumping from the blender to the fireplace. So now he can't move, but he's still watching you. That I recommend um, for sure. Getting that. I don't think we ever did Elf on the Shelf, so he moves every day. Is, is every day moves to a different day. spot. Yeah, and then we I have to do some Dave. Daniel Day Lewis level acting. Like, oh my God, can you believe now he's under the, the he's in the pantry under the cheese? It's like it's so stupid. Did your kids name it? Um, Goldie, but I always thought I guess they did name it because I thought they were all named Goldie. Yeah, did you? No, did you, you name it. I think that's part of because when I used to babysit, the parents used to do a date night every Thursday, and then uh-huh. they would come home. Sometimes drunk, sometimes not. But when right. they were drunk, they would get really creative with the elf on the shelf. And they'd be like, oh. Megan, stay. What do you think? What do you think? And <laughs> they were, <laughs> I was like, this kind of looks fun. But now I'm hearing a different side that it's just a By huge By the way, that's the a ass. great service, an, ex- an extension of the babysitting. Someone comes in and moves, the just like a dog walker, basically. You give them the key to the house. They come in about midnight and they move the damn elf on the shelf so you don't forget. Um, you need yeah. to hire my older daughter, Sal, because uh, Oprah- She's good? She just did this on her own, started Mm. putting notes. She made a whole fairy garden in the back for my five-year-old daughter and notes appear from the fairy to the five-year-old. And she goes, why? She's like, I got another note from the fairy. You could hire her out. She'll (laughs) she'll elf on the shelf it for you. All right. Every year. All right. Yeah. We'll have to go. She'll have to send them. you know, recommendations and everything. I need okay. references, but okay. we'll see what happens. All right, Scott the Grizz, uh, come on, tell us. We put this uh, up for a poll on Twitter. What did the Twitterverse say? Hello, guys. Welcome. <clears throat> Number one on Twitter, without a doubt, Cousin Sal's Elf on a Shelf, 57%. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Second is Sex in the City Chatter. Number three, Secret Santa. Number four, Eggnog. Not on the list for me, chasing me around with mistletoe. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. God, I hate when that happens. People just (laughs) try to make out with me all the time. Completely relatable. Completely relatable. Poor Scott. All right, let's go on to the second one. Uh, Who is the best Christmas artist? Is it Mariah Carey, three to one odds? Wham, five to one odds. Jose Feliciano, eight to one odds. Alvin and the Chipmunks, 15 to one odds. Or the field, minus 150. Megan Connolly, what do you think? Mariah, I know it's a polarizing song, but... Every time it plays, we all, the shoulders start to move. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a classic. Uh, to me, it will never get old. But um, I realized that I'm in the minority this morning when we had our Google playing during breakfast Christmas music. And as soon as it came on, my husband said, hey, Google next. So Really? Um, yeah, not a fan of it. And I said, why? We only get it for these couple months. And he said, it's overdone in the couple months. But I disagree. I'll take Mariah. Interesting. I, I um, you know, I, I have to, I try to deny it. My wife and oldest son love the Mariah Carey song and it is the best, but I, I pretend I don't like it, but it's two songs in one because it's slow and you get everything. You get the, the very, it's a moving um, first 30 seconds and then it, then it starts rocking. She's a, uh, it's almost unfair taking Mariah though, right? Isn't that like the Packers money line versus the Jaguars? I don't know. But do you have an answer, Martin? Better than oh, Mariah? Yeah, I have. It's not Mariah. See, not. see, Megan, Mariah has the best Christmas song. She does. However, she is not the best Christmas artist. Okay. See, you know, so there's, there's, it's fun. Like Tom Brady's not the best quarterback in the NFL right now, but he's the best quarterback of all time, right? You okay. see what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. so the Tom Brady of Christmas artists, the Jackson Five. So I have to take the field at minus one fifty. But the Motown Christmas album with the Jackson Five. They got a few. It's, you want to talk about a white Christmas? It's not Christmas at all. If if seven year old Michael Jackson is not singing as I'm walking through the house. Right, right. Yeah, you're right. It it is a classic. I I also would would argue with you that um, I like maybe it's because you know I used to work in the field where it's all middle aged men that like baseball and Bruce Springsteen, but I love Bruce Springsteen's Christmas song too. And maybe I've just been exposed too much. I don't know. I think it's a classic. Uh, Megan, I can't tell you exposure to, to men, white men especially between forty five and sixty will have you lo- knowing more Bruce Springsteen than you ever would have known <laughs> I've learned that the that hard is, way. That is a side effect. He I can, brings I can the big man Clarence Clemens in that Clarence Santa get your new saxophone. 
That's all on there. <laughs> I'm looking at this Jackson Five Christmas album. It is it's it is tremendous. Santa's got Santa Claus coming to town, obviously. Uh, the Christmas song, Frosty. Yeah, MJ really uh, really knocks out of the park with those. All right, check those are tough to top. What are you saying? I, I think Marty Weiss is heading in the right direction there. The more traditional, um, the better for for my money. I don't care about Mariah Carey, Bruce Springsteen. I kind of I think the Paul McCartney one's a little underrated. Um, but is that McCartney I, you know, or is that the Beatles? I was trying to figure. Simply having no, that's McCartney. McCartney. That's McCartney, and then so this is Christmas is Lennon. So the Beatles aren't. Yeah, and either right, of those. I don't think they did it. Yeah, I gotcha. mean, as usual, okay. Lennon's a little self-serious and McCartney's is John. Yeah, what's his fun. problem? Give me. Right. Give well, me you could watch the new documentary and figure it out. It's good. Um, it's it good. Is, it is. Uh, that, I can that, only knock out like 20 minutes at a time. I, I have to if I get COVID, that's what I'm doing because uh, it's pleasant and uh, I put myself to sleep watching it. But you watch the whole thing, Megan? Uh, no, I'm on the second episode. No, I guess people undersold how hot Paul McCartney was during that time because yes. I'm in love with him. Like, I always knew he was a good looking man, but at that time, like, really? I don't know if anybody was as good looking as I envy, him. I, you know what? I know exactly what you're saying, Megan. What I love is, I love that, like, I, because I never have it. So I, I, I obviously I'm never going to have it. Is that level of swagger that he's 26. <sighs> You'll get it. He's You'll get it. so he, cool. He's 26. What do you think? John? Yeah. Whatever, John. Yeah. Like uh, I'll figure this out. Everybody, everybody <laughs> follow my lead. He, he he's in he, charge. And by the way, not since Sean Penn or, uh, in, uh, in, in last man walking or whatever that one was called. Uh, Dead, Dead Man, man Walking and, and Don Draper burning nails. Boy, the Beatles and Billy oh Preston burning those nails, man. Makes me want to pick up a smoking habit. Cigarettes um, are like the fifth Beatle. It's crazy. So many. I know. Yeah. I look so... I w wish I uh, it didn't make me not feel well because I'd love to be smoking cigarettes. <laughs> it makes I, McCartney look, look so even much cooler. cooler. I know, like, I'd I don't be, know if cooler. he even needed to look cooler, but the... It makes McCartney look cooler when he's ripping darts. Maybe, um, maybe that's our New Year's resolution. Let's all take up smoking cigarettes for twenty two. <laughs> yeah. Let's get addicted to nicotine. Yeah. We should anybody, vape. Look, anybody look less cool smoking cigarettes? No. I tell you, I saw a picture of. I mean, I just. I mean, I've seen it before, but just recently saw it again because I just watched the game again. But Len Dawson at halftime, Super Bowl was Super Bowl four, smoking a cigarette. Super Bowl one, one. smoking yeah. a cigarette. At halftime, I've never seen a quarterback look cooler. Never seen a quarterback. How about the look Cobra? Cooler. How about the Cobra, Dave Parker, in a spring training dugout, burning a hand rolled, if you will, uh, in the nail? What what was rolled inside of it? I don't know. I'm not here to judge him either way. Good for you, Cobra, Dave Parker. That's my news <laughs> resolution: get the Cobra into the Hall of Fame in 2022. In the meantime. Um, I, I see Alvin and the Chipmunks on there, and I, I another. You're still going with your pick, Jesus. <laughs> oh my God! Resolution, another resolution. Welcome to extra world. points, Megan. That's right. <laughs> I want the two Chipmunks that are not Alvin to get some self-esteem. Theodore. These three, these three yeah. Chipmunks get together, and they all are miracles. They can sing music in English that human beings understand, but Alvin's like. Well, I'm fronting the band, so it should be Alvin and you two. Like, well, okay, yeah, we're just chipmunks. Like, you should celebrate yourselves more. You're just as miraculous as Alvin. How did he dupe you into just being the chipmunks? I'd be pissed off if I were Theo and the other guy. And to the point, I couldn't even name what his name is. I feel bad for those two. Yeah, and who Alvin, the other one? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. It's, it's wrong. Simon and oh, Theodore Simon. Simon, had sure. every opportunity to step to the front. Alvin is the one that's Where's willing to bear the cross on his back. Alvin is the one that's want to go out there in the bright lights. Alvin is Beyonce. Uh, Alvin Simon is Paul Kelly McCartney. Yeah, yeah. Alvin and Simon okay. should go on strike until they get justice, is what I would say. Now, you know, would, they, they, it would be yeah. Alvin by himself, and nobody would know who the chipmunks are, because you can't even think of his name by himself. See, Alvin I think is like showed, Tom Brady. It, He's just annoying. Yeah. Yeah, he started drinking tomato juice and making it about him, and that's right. it's all about Alvin. He doesn't, and he'll complain about having no weapons. Thank you. I think we're gonna get hey, that you know story. Maybe not soon. me, you know. Hey, Alvin leaves your chipmunks, will go get a Super Bowl. Wow, it could happen. Yeah, Theodore needed to take up smoking to jump Alvin. I think correct cool answer is Dean Martin is the best singer. And uh, the best song is yeah. the Ronettes. Uh, Just hear those sleigh bells ring, ding, 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 ding. Come on, it's lovely weather for us. I, I mean, that makes me think. Uh, 
a Grammy and Poppy's house every year. That's <laughs> it's timeless. That's, that, that reminds me of my childhood. I love it. All right. I go Mariah Carey, number one, for song. I go Springsteen, Santa Claus coming to town. Boring, I know, for two. I also think uh, big asterisk by Do They Know It's Christmas. I know this is well-worn, but Bono's line, Well, tonight, thank God. Remember? Well, tonight, thank God it's them instead of you. I think he would get canceled for that today. What an I asshole. I really think he would, right? It's so, so inconsiderate. Thank God it's them. Before you go to sleep, thank God it's them that's starving instead of you. I think he'd at least have to answer to someone for that. Maybe the uh, Patriots PR director or someone would have to say, hey, what's this about, Bono? Why are we thanking God it's them and not you? But uh, I'm going to say the best artist is uh, my eight-year-old son, who for like four years in a row has brought back a picture of Santa, very, very skinny Santa, cotton ball beard, right there, it's on the fridge. He has to be the best Christmas nah, artist, but nah. I have a feeling. I have a feeling, Scott. No one said my eight-year-old son. He's gonna be jaded now. Yes. So did he gonna, try his he's best? Gonna turn, he's gonna a, be Christmas emo guy now. The best. The, what's the it question all was best Christmas artist. I answered. Santa's honestly. dead. Santa died. <laughs> what, what are we doing? Yep, Scott. Got, what did we say? Well, I got bad news. It's not your son, and I got bad news that I hit refresh. And Dave singing the Ronettes is now number one on worst traditions. Is that um, right? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, That's crazy. Christmas artist. Bing lang, bing lang, bing lang, ding. Come on, it's lovely weather. Go ahead, Scott. Number one, I think this, they didn't understand the assignment. Alvin and the Chipmunks, number one. Really? In a squeaker, if you will, over Mariah, 34% to 32%. Wow. Then Wham, then Feliciano. Wow. All right. Well, that was a good one. That was a close poll. All right. Last one now. Which, John Ho. Which is the lamest Christmas gift? Gift cards, even odds. Socks slash clothes, two to one odds. Alcohol, five to one odds. Scratch off lottery tickets, 25 to one odds. Or the field, even. Megan, lamest Christmas gift. Um, I wanted to tell you guys this Christmas joke I've been working on, too. I've been oh, trying good. it for years. <laughs> really oh, never wow. works like when you're sitting at the christmas table with everyone that's around you go so this is christmas everyone's like yeah this is it and you know like the song but it, it never really hits the way that it hits me I like so it. i just I like wanted it. to share that with you that's um odd. so for this one i i'll always take alcohol socks honestly are one of my favorite gifts like hmm. we all need socks because i don't want to buy myself socks like i know i need new socks but i don't want to purchase them for myself i'd rather someone else do it for me mm -hmm. so give me all of the socks um Scratch off lottery tickets are by far the worst because you only wow. get them for like coworkers, but the coworker that you're like, oh shit, I forgot. And I was driving to work and I stopped at a gas station and just got you one. But I mean, you always open the card and you're like, oh, it's nice. They thought of me, but they didn't think of me that much. So that's, that's the worst. Also, what if, they win, what if they win $10,000? Do you feel yeah, like- Yeah, so that's the thing. That that's a degenerate in me, but I get excited. I was at a secret Santa, a secret Santa uh, thing uh, last week, and someone got me scratch off lottery tickets, and it was like thirty dollars. I'm like, okay, so would I rather have socks or a couple of t-shirts? No, the scratch off lottery tickets are great. You could take them home. There's have you ever won big though on scratch off lottery? No, tickets? no, but I've never won big on anything. The one thing I recommend though, I think <laughs> they have to. They should supply the coin because I go home and I look for a coin. I don't have a lot of coins in the house anymore. They should throw a nickel in the envelope with the scratch-offs because I was scratch. I ended up scratching off with my key and I, I tore right through a winning ticket. And by the well, way, my, my teeth are getting gritty just hearing you talk about that because when you do it with your finger, it gives yeah, you that terrible. Ugh, and the that, shavings, it's Or terrible. when you do it with a pen, oh. you break the pen. Let's yeah. invent that, Sal. That's a great invention. Is And people who play the lottery every day would surely buy it is like a good scratching implement yeah you know, you to put on your keychain or something right yeah yeah but wow. we, are, we a invented fortune. a lot of things here we have a new job for someone to hide the elf on a shelf right we have the scratch off lottery ticket thing i think like we are very entrepreneurial here. it's true i think we yeah we've, we've made more jobs than biden somehow but uh i know yeah. i will say i don't know yeah i i love it because megan i don't think that i don't think you've experienced the joy of putting three tickets on the 
counter at 7-Eleven and said, give me my $4, motherfucker. <laughs> and the look in that guy's face, it just drained all the energy. Drains him. But please, I'm going to send you $4 worth of winning tickets, and you, 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 you get back to me after you do that. All right, Martin, what is, uh, what is your choice here? I'm, I'm sorry. I just was blown away to hear Damashek objecting to somebody doing something itchy with and scratchy with their fingers. And then God knows only what they would do after that. You know, hopefully avoid oh. the Christmas buffet. Uh, we had but, we had uh, a little we had a little um, a little spat here earlier, Megan. Dave at the Christmas party in the suite for the Jimmy Kimmel Bowl reached into the big bowl, the community bowl of chicken wings, with his hands uh, during a pandemic. And uh, I think he wore you wore it. You said you wore it. Twice. You literally wore it. The sauce was twice. on your shirt. I think you did it twice. That shows that he's really comfortable with you guys. <laughs> I didn't <laughs> see that there were tongs there. By the way, I you know I, that isn't the first time I've been scolded by a colleague. Uh-huh. I used to have the salad bar at the NFL. I had the I claimed the whole salad bar, and it was uh-huh. the Dave Damashek. Uh, it was it turned into the Dave Damashek soup station. But at the adjacent um, salad bar, I used to take the tongs because I thought I was doing my colleagues a good deed. I only liked the white part of the hard boiled egg, so I thought leaving the yellow behind in the bin was a nice thing to do so i would use the tongs and i would squeeze the yellow out not handle it i would just squeeze it out and i'd leave the yellow there and one day uh my pal handsome hank shamed me for doing so and then he told everybody and then everybody everybody got mad at me for squeezing out the yellow so i was like I thought maybe some people wanted the, the yellow protein. I just don't happen to like it. I thought I was doing everybody a nice what thing by hell? leaving it behind. Why, right? why would anybody want it from your egg? Why would anybody want yours? Who knows no, I'd, I'd, I'd get my own. Well, when you were at the Kimmel Bowl holiday party, before you reached in with your hand, did you at least like kind of do a good look? Like, is anyone looking? And then you quickly did it. Because sometimes when the with the cookies at a buffet, I'll do a quick look and just grab one cookie. Oh, cookies, um, yeah. Yeah, but no, did you do a look? No, no, no. No, no you well, just said this is who I am. Thirty I'm going people. But maybe we should have had an elf on the shelf watching Dave, and I should have explained to him, like, listen, don't do anything you're going to regret because elf on the shelf is right there on top <laughs> in the first row. Um, just yeah. caught me by surprise to hear Damashek objecting to, to such action. I hear you. I hear you. These types of things drive me insane, but apparently <laughs> I was the only one on set in SoFi that was bothered. Mark, what's your, what do you want? What's your, uh, he, he might be. And what also the trick to scratch off lotto tickets, you got to use the back of your key, your back of your house key. Back so of the, the part house that, key. Okay. So the part that's not rounded that you would put into the key to like the twist, the part right. that you hold, use that part and then you won't rip anything. See, I it's, feel like it's biased towards homeless people who don't have house keys and maybe not even nickels. It's very well, sad. Well, and to rich people because they have the new cars that don't have the actual right. key. Right. You know what I mean? So. Exactly. Rich man, poor man. Look there at Sal. Go. He's the opposite of Bono. He's like, tonight, thank God, it's not, that. I yeah. don't know. Like, thank God it's me. Right. I don't know. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Scratch off lottery tickets is, is vastly underrated here. First of all, anybody, if he wants to give me money to gamble with, Please feel free. And I would love to be the coworker that you only thought about at the last minute. Because don't think about me too much more outside of that. You're, I'm, that, that means I have more stuff to do, right. more assignments. I'll be expected to be at that company retreat. No, think about me at the very last minute, please, and thank you. But the lamest gift is when you get, like, sporting apparel, because we're all sports people here, mm-hmm. right? You get sporting apparel from a team that you don't root for or care about, but it's because it's sports, people give it to you because, you know, oh, you know, they've liked sports. So here's this, here's this Lions jersey because he's a sports fan. Yeah. So he's sure he would like this Lions jersey. I've gotten that from several, several times in my life. I've gotten just a Angels shirt. It's like, oh, thanks, guys. Yeah, we got you we know? got Auburn uh, floor mats. I'm not even joking. Like car mats uh, today, and I have no idea who they're from. But you're right. Yeah, maybe because you like sports, this would be weird um, in any other genre, right? All right, so that's a good answer. Check. Uh, and also, it also defined Sal's fandom. Who knows where where Sal Iacana would be if his uh, old man hadn't brought him home that's true. Dallas Cowboys gear when he was a when he was a wee lad. He that's might have been true. a Giants yes. or Jets fan. So in a way, he gave you a, a better gift. Although mm-hmm. the Giants have won more Super Bowls in the last mm-hmm. quarter century. Anyway, um, lamest gift is this is a controversial one. Is I, I and with all due respect, 
Megan, you say you like to get socks. I don't like utilitarian stuff, one, that two, you ask for and say you need. That's not the point. Go buy stuff you need for yourself. The point of a gift is something fun. Like, what? Why do I can't believe it? Oh, who saw this one coming? The people who give you a list of what they need and expect you to fulfill. I need a robe. Oh, Screw. Yeah. I'm not getting you no robe. Go buy yourself a robe. I'm getting you something foolish and whimsical that you may or may not like. But right. at least it's something you wouldn't have thought to get yourself. That's a good gift. Lame gifts. The people who ask for what they're getting and then have to do the dance of like, oh, you did it. You got exactly what I wrote down on it. Yeah, I knew how to read. That's not yeah, fun. I think you, you can't request after like 11 years old. Stop requesting gifts until your I wedding, until your wedding registry. Oh. Then your wedding Please. registry, it picks back up and then never again. I think those are the times, right? Please give me exactly what I ask for. No. If you're going to ask me, Martin, I'm if, with if, you. If it's, in, like, and if, I, if it's in my, if, if I'm in the price range, like I'm not saying the price range is like over under a hundred, and I'm like a PS5. No, right. but if it's in the price range and it's like reasonable and feasible, please I give me exactly what I ask for. I'll be I, happy with anything. I hope you're listening. I'll be happier Taylor. with exactly what I ask for. Yeah. If I heard Marty right and if I put everything together, I think Marty Weiss has some Auburn uh, mud protectors coming his way. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Floor mats. For sure. And maybe uh, I'll wrap a, a little elf in the cell shelf since it doesn't matter anymore inside it. Um, all right, I'm going to answer. I'm going off the board. Also, I'm saying the field. You know, I have two. I, I know I'm going against the grain here, but I'll be quick about it. Uh, donating uh, to a charity in your name. I'm getting a lot of these now. Like I, we've donated fifty dollars in the name. First of all, how do I know? How do I know you did that? Um, I don't trust anybody anymore. And secondly, charities are doing fine. We don't have to give to charities. Charities are kicking ass in 2020, <laughs> 2021. You don't give, give me, give me to give. You don't need to give to charity. But my real answer is the of the month club. Um, syrup of the month, jelly of the month. Ooh. I'm done with this by March and almost every, I've been in a bunch of, of the month, sausage of the month. Um, by March, I'm like, all right, I've had enough pickles. I don't need it. I don't need it anymore. And, you know, it's nice that your Aunt Jenny, um, you know, can syrup in Vermont. But I also don't need 12 types of uh, syrup sent to me. So of the month, I think, is the lamest Christmas gift. Might seem thoughtful, but I think lame. You get, I, yeah, go ahead, Mark. Can you get I up the month ever? with potentially an alcohol subscription? Yeah. I think three months. It's like three months is the perfect time because the first month I'm excited, right. the second month I'm in a routine, and the last month it's over. When we do the year-long month things, it's no. I'm I think it's just, a, yeah, the problem with it is that you don't know what to call it if it's just three months. You can't say of the month, right, if it's ending a quarter of the way through the year, but I'm with you. Oh, three is plenty. Wine it's of like, the quarter. Yeah, we don't Yeah, we don't need to play 45 holes of golf. We get it. Um, same kind of thing. All right. Uh, Scott, you want to jump in here? What's the lamest Christmas gift? Sorry, I got you in the uh, Auburn mud flap of the month club. Um, <laughs> lamest gift, number one, socks and clothes, without a doubt, 43%. Mm. Number two, lotto, interestingly. Number three, gift cards. Number four, booze. Mm. Now, the lotto is different from the scratch-off. The lotto... The lotto, I feel, isn't as exciting. Even though you could win uh, $7.5 million... I feel like the 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 just the act of scratching off lottery tickets and getting six or seven dollars back. You is, feel somewhat r responsible for winning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, I'm getting exercise, so um, yeah. Who could <laughs> yeah, turn that, that, down? that counts as exercise. Yeah. Hey Do guys. You know, yeah, go ahead. I was about to. Do you know anybody that actually plays the lotto on a regular basis? No. Not on well, the, you all do, because it's Rob Parker. And oh, I'll tell you really? this. Yeah. Rob Parker, definitely, <laughs> if he hit his numbers, definitely would feel like he earned it. <laughs> I guarantee you, <laughs> he would feel like he earned it. Why does he even need to win? He does everything he wants, uh, Rob Parker. He, he went on a, uh, a cruise to Antarctica. Like, what, what more do you need at that point? I guess... I guess you could have your own um, yacht to take. He, to he, well, he buys four pairs of sneakers every day. It seems right. based on hey his boy, social media feed. Guess how close I was to this? Look, I had I had eleven thirty seven. Uh, if I had eleven thirty six, I would have been a millionaire. There's no way to live. It's no way to live. Why not? If you're going to gamble, do it on Fandle Sportsbook. Yes, they have a gift for all new customers. Not a new pair of slippers. Not an elf on the shelf. Not Auburn. Uh, uh, floor mats talking about 30 to 1 odds on Christmas Day 
NBA or NFL games, sign up for Sportsbook and bet on any team to win any of the seven marquee matchups taking place on Christmas. And if your bet wins, you'll be paid out 30 times your wager. That's right. You turn a $5 bet into 150 bucks. Martin, who are we going with tomorrow? Christmas Day. You like the Hawks over the Knicks? It's not an MSG. You can get 30 Christmas to 1. Day, yeah. Uh, guaranteed the Nets are going to beat the Lakers. Really? Wow. Absolutely. Right. That used to be a big prediction, but not, not anymore the way these Lakers Well, I mean, at these odds, I want to make sure I give somebody a, a dead winner. That's true. That's true. 30 to 1 odds. No better place to bet on Christmas Day than America's number one sports book. That's FanDuel. Simple and easy to use. Great new offers every day. Safe and secure. Best in-class customer service. And when you win... FanDuel will pay your winnings in as little as two hours. They ship just a whole bunch of uh, scratch-off lottery tickets to your front door, and then you go crazy. Sign up with promo code extra points. Place your first FanDuel Sportsbook wager on any NBA or NFL Christmas Day game. Exclusive 30-to-1 odds. Download the FanDuel Sportsbook app today. Promo code extra points. Do it right now. All right, guys. Take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Now, we got rid of the nonsense. And right now, it's time for the game that's sweeping the nation. Guessing the price of celebrities' greedy participation, it's Cami over under. Grab some money from a jar. Get a message from a star. The price is what we really wonder. It's Cami That might be my favorite Christmas song. I don't know. Is that Dick Banks? He might be the greatest Christmas artist of all time. I love it. That did win a Grammy Award in uh, 2020. All right. So here's how it works. Megan, I don't know if you're familiar with this. Um, the producers have come up with three subjects who are all on Cameo. They've assigned the dollar amount to each of them. And we are individually going to guess if that person charges more or less, Cami over or under the figure that is designated, right? You got it? Got it. Are We're you guys on Cameo? I am not. Are you on? I've, uh, God, no, no. This, no? Think, you won't I do think it? I'm, I think I'm not allowed to. I think, actually, it's in my, my oh, uh, you, fine print. you've been canceled because of the, the whole thing earlier. Yeah, because of Josh McDaniels. Yeah, I got I canceled earlier. And Are you really why. through the WWE? You might not be allowed to, or you were just I saying? think I might not. I think it's in the fine print. Wow. Yeah, I, don't, I think you're right, because I don't think there are many current um, on the Cameo roster from what yeah. I know. What would be the thought behind that? Yeah, I don't know. Um, too hard to I, police, I think. Right? Yeah. I don't know. I, I, Someone told me that they were on it. Now they're not. I haven't checked it. But anyways, I'm not on Cameo. All right. Well, let's see if we pick up any wrestlers here. Um, all right, Scott, you want to start us off? Who was the first Cameo over under subject? Our first person is the actor, Scottish actor, Brian Cox. You probably Ooh. know him from Succession. Yeah. Um, many, many movies and currently the little voiceover in the McDonald's commercials. Is that right? Oh, yeah. Boy, he's getting a lot of work. Um, do you watch Succession? Shaq, I know you do. Martin sure. or Megan, do you watch? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Everybody caught up? I am caught oh, up. I'll I, caught up. I tweeted uh, with a no touchdown score and I tweeted Kendall Roy saying, I tried. I really oh, tried. That's right. That's right. Yep. Um, okay. So, Scott, what is the imaginary figure you're throwing at us for Brian? Okay, Cox? we're setting it at $550. Wow. $550. So, do you think he that's... charges extra to specifically say fuck off? Yeah. So, that's got to be his thing. Fuck right? off, Jeff. I think probably everyone requests that or he just tags every message with that. Maybe he reads wills too. I don't know what, what else he would do. But um, all right, Megan, let, we'll let you go first. Does he charge more or less than five fifty? I think pre-succession, I would take the under. Post-succession, oh, yeah. I'm taking the over. You're going over. Yes. All right, uh, Shaq. He defines gravitas on uh, the big screen <laughs> or on your uh, on your flat screen at home. I feel like it would be beneath him to do anything less than six hundred, if not more than that. I'm going over. All right. Yeah, he's a billionaire, right? Like, if he runs right, waste yeah, off. Exactly, Why would he exactly. charge anything less than that? Uh, Martin? Yeah, Logan oh. Roy doesn't move for 550. Come on now. That's definitely <laughs> going over. Logan Roy sneezes at 550. He wipes his ass with 550. Wow. All right. Yeah, I'm going to have to get so graphic, Martin. Um, all right. Uh, it's Christmas. Boy, I could, I could steer away from the pack. I could gain one on you guys here if I go under, but I actually do think he's probably in the six or $700 range, and especially... Right now, strike while the iron's hot. I'll go over. Scott, is he over or under? 
He is over $689. Like, how much traffic does he get? Like, who is paying $689 for this? That's a lot of I money. love him, but that's a lot. No, there, there are celebrities on there for like 75 but this is, a, this is a ton of loot for a Christmas point, gift. Yeah. That's a point of clarification. I'm just making sure I got, I got the right idea. We're paying $600 for a video of the guy who plays Logan Roy to send you a message about, about what, approximately 20 to 30 seconds long? It is absolutely what Megan said. It's just a, hey, Logan Roy said fuck off to Jason, our friend Jason. You know, that, that's, that's it, right? No one cares anything else what, what he says. It's, it's what is about the, the most expensive? Who's the most expensive then? And that was, I, I didn't want to ruin the game, but I was wondering if we could get a high and low point. Because mm-hmm. like 550 as a beginning number was like, I was expecting 75 as it's a beginning lot. number. Yeah. There, I, saw, I think that Floyd Mayweather did it for 10,000. There are some people who do it for charity and do like for 15. I, I've seen, but I can't remember now what the, what the highest is, but mm. Scott, give us a, give us a second one. Maybe this will be the highest. Okay. Number two, we have from the Chris, a Christmas story, the movie everyone saw, uh, because mm-hmm. they run it every, every two weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, his name is Zach Ward. You may not know him as the actor, but he's the kid that's got the red hair, mm-hmm. the braces, the coonskin hat. Oh. And I believe he gets pumped. Oh, he's the heel. Hair. Yeah, he's, he's the, the heel. That's what he looks like now. That's what he looks like now. You're, see, Megan, Scott you're cheating, Marcus. aren't you? Megan no, I just Googled him so I could see what he looks like. I won the Google. was very close to Cameo, and you're, you're cheating. <laughs> oh, I hate this. I'm not, I just wanted to see him? what he looked like. You're he's Scott to Farkas, isn't he? Isn't that his name? Scott Farkas, right. Yes. The character's name is Scott Farkas, I believe, which is Scott? weird. Uh, oh. Maybe the root of my name, but there you go. I'm more, I'm more devastated that um, Megan is embracing I did the Patriot not way ch- and cheating here. Uh, right <laughs> you're, not cheating, you're not trying, all right? right I learned right. from Josh McDaniels. Do we have a picture of, um, can you pull up a picture of him from the movie? Or do we not have that? Uh, spaghetti, you have that? Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, this is him. <clears throat> Hello, I'm Zach Ward, otherwise known as Scott Farkas and characters from many other films. I know that 2020 has been a spectacular year. So if I can help put a smile on your face or on the face of the people you love, I'd be happy to be part of that process. Reach out, touch base. I look forward to hearing from you. Have a great day. All right. Seems like a pleasant guy, but you kind of want him being a, a douchebag, don't you? To yeah, get he's the trying effect. too hard there. Yeah. Well, he threw in the and many other films for him yeah, yeah, and him a, only. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Name one. All right, uh, Scott, what's the <laughs> price we're putting on uh, Zach Ward? We're setting it at $125. Oh, man. I'm going under because we didn't even know really who this guy was. I think mm-hmm. this is the time of year he makes a quick buck. He's he's under. I think he'll even take like 75 a hit, maybe 50. Yeah. All right. Martin? I'm taking over, but I agree with Megan's reasoning. This is the only time of year he's ever going to get hit. So this is like, this is his, all I want for Christmas is you, right? This is his time to, to, to really price gouge right. and, and, and raise his ticket price. He's got to go over 125 because he's not making any money in June at any price. <sighs> Boy, Shaq. Marty with some keen analysis there. It still is disgraceful though. If he's asking for more than 20 bucks at any time <laughs> of the year. So I'm going under. I get you though. You're very, very, very wise. Break. I have to go with Martin's reasoning, but I'm going to go under also, Martin. I think he can only if this is um, if this is St. Patrick's Day, he could charge um, fifteen dollars. If it's Christmas, he could charge sixty five. I think it's well under the one twenty five. So you're going to separate yourself from the three of us if it's if it is in fact over. What do you got, Scott? Zach is under. At $80. See, Martin, you're so dumb. I cheated and went first. So then I gave everyone the answers, and you didn't pick up on it. Like, I was trying to help you all by telling you I was cheating. Really? Belichick is cheating. He's telling the world he's cheating. We still can't catch him. All right. I need Uh, to talk to Zach. I could get him some more money. I need need to get him some more. I'd get him better odds than that. All right. So it's going to be tough for you to win now, Martin. Connolly's got to have them mitts up now from here on. All right. All right. Yeah, no kidding. Everyone (laughs) with your other hands. Uh, all right. Who's the third and final, Scott? Third and final one we have is what we're calling Holiday Martha Stewart Impersonator. All right. We're going to have to see this, right? Oh. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. Martha Stewart here, diva nope. of domesticity and your one-stop shop 
for the perfect holiday gift for all your elves on the shelves and on your nice shopping list. Hey, how about surprising them with a customized cameo greeting from Santa's favorite helper? <laughs> Me. All right. Oh, have merry Martha. Wish your loved ones the merriest Christmas, the happiest Hanukkah, and a Kwanzaa extravaganza. Oh, don't forget to wish them a New Year's that's as bubbly as expensive champagne. Only the best will do. Oh, All now right. don't forget the Grinches on your list, and I know they're. I've had it. I've, I've had, had it. This, this is, is terrible. All right. Too much. <laughs> People pay for that? <laughs> There's oh no way goodness. Megan was able to cheat and look that up in time. Uh, that's in the yeah. last 40 seconds. So we're okay. You know her kids wish she was a Karen instead. <laughs> well, here's the thing. She sounds enough like her. She, she looks does. a little bit like her. What, Scott, what's the fake number you're going to throw at us? I'm going to set the price at $50. $50. Oh, all right, so no. Martin, in, the, in case we all go one way, we'll let you pick last to go the other way to, to uh, zag as we, as we zig. What do you think, Megan? Fifty. Oh God, I don't know why anyone would, would pay any amount of money for that. And the worst part is, you know, she like she gets she gets up for this every Christmas. She's like, oh, it's time. <laughs> I kind of wonder if she would do one for like a Mother's Day, like a Mother's Day Martha Stewart. We should keep tabs on this right, and check you're back. Right. Yeah. But um, I'm gonna go under. Okay, Megan goes under. Sheck, what do you say? Yeah, that agree. Everyone in the neighborhood knows that Linda does the best Martha Stewart in pray. We don't talk nearly enough, by the way, that Martha Stewart is still a uh, a felon. She's an ex-con. We don't right. talk about that. It's kind of like it never happened. Either way, under out of justice, what she thinks she's worth might makes me want to go over. But who in the hell would pay her? Would there even be one human being that would give sixty dollars for that? I can't imagine it. Do you think her kids are like, Mom, can you please stop? Like, do you have to do this again, please? Well, it depends. This may pay for their gifts. I don't know. Um, I'll tell you what. All right, I'll go under, too. I think she could charge 35 and just get enough, just as many more than if she charged 65 So, Martin, you should probably go over here. It's your only, your only hope. Well, to see, get back here's, and here's the thing, though. Here's yeah. the thing. Forgive my, my Damashek. Not not impersonation, but this may remind you of him. As I say, about 30 seconds about something that has nothing to do with this woman for a second. But have you all seen the movie Up in the Air with George Clooney? Sure. Mm-hmm. So he flies around and he's got this cardboard cutout of his of his sister and his future brother-in-law. And they want him to take pictures of all these places in Americana because he's flying from place to place to place. And it he is like, you know, supposed to be this cool, sleek guy. He's like, this is the corniest shit of all time. Why do I have to go out here and stand in front of this Vegas casino with this with this cardboard cutout? Uh-huh. And he gets to their reception and all these people from all over their reception have come and placed all these different pictures of them in the cutout at all these different locations. Right? You're ruining they, it for Scott. He hasn't with, seen the movie yet. Well, that's not even the point of the movie. <laughs> oh, okay. it's, it's a side plot of the movie. But anyway, it's because they said they can't afford it. They're like, you know, they really like appreciated the sentimentality. This is that type of shit. This is that type of thing right here. She's making more money than Buddy from uh, A Christmas Story is doing this because uh. we all cringe at it because we are too cool for this. But we have to understand that we are, you know, the coastal elites somewhere in Kansas, mm. Oklahoma. Somebody's paying 100 bucks for this because it's just all that grandma wants. And they're not going to even realize it's not even the real Martha Stewart. Interesting. Okay, you're saying over because she's tricking people, some people. I think that's what you're saying. And go see up in the air? I don't know. All right, yeah, so Martin's going over. Okay, so first off, Scott, don't give us the price, but tell us if it's over or under. If it's if it's under, we're going to have a three-way tie, and we're going to have to guess exactly how much. If it's over, we have a four-way tie, and then we're going to have to guess exactly how much. Just tell us simply if it's over or under the $50. Under. Under. Okay, Martin. I'm glad we had that explanation for no reason what, uh, at all. <laughs> so it was a true, true Damashek person. Mar- we go three for three. Megan, myself, and uh, Dave go three I for three. I haven't cheated. All right. So now we are going to, do you have anything to write on or maybe write on in your notes? We know it's under 50. Whoever comes closest to the number wins. All right. On three, we are going to um, present to the camera what we think um, 
Christmas Martha Stewart or holiday Martha Stewart charges. This is very exciting. Martin, I wish you could be a part of this. But Is Rob Parker on this? <laughs> He'd be a fun tiebreaker. I, I wonder if Rob Parker is on Cameo. I'm going to look that up right now. <laughs> on three. One, two, three. 35. Oh, that's what oh, I put. Oh, no. 20. Oh, I no. put 35. All right. Martin, what I you got? I go 20. Martin doesn't even Martin's get it. Martin's out of it, Scott. Right, no. You're, you're no. Supposed she just to be, does it. Linda just does it because she just loves doing it. The money is besides the point for Linda. It's Do you so want to go? I'd say 17 if I had a vote. I'd say 17. Megan, you want to go 36 and I'll go 34 or opposite? Um, I'll go 34. All right, I'll go 36. Scott, what is it? Sal, you're the winner. She's yes. under at 40. Oh! See how he did it? See how he mind tricks with you guys. Oh. I had you up okay. the, the whole hour. I had you. Yeah. Go ahead, Mark. Is, is Rob Parker on Cameo more or less than a Martha Stewart impersonator? He is. Uh, he's $28. What is he? Because this page exists. <laughs> what is for that? For personal use, you can <laughs> use uh, for personalized video for you or someone else. You can book Rob Parker for the low price of $50. Now, for business, Engaging video content for your company, customers, or employees, Sal. In this case, you're interested in an extra points cameo yeah, from, from a former extra points. That's that's going to be three fifty. I don't even understand that personal versus business. What is? I'm, I'm hey, I'm at my uh, office Christmas party. I'm going to play. I'm not paying the business part. What? I don't get it. What is? What does that do? Well, I don't know, but whatever yeah, it does, one of them gets you so three hundred more dollars worth of Rob Parker. Yeah. Does this Martha Stewart impersonator? Does she have social media? And if so, like, what's her following like? Oh my God! Well, that's a good question. What? Like, how does she get the word out about her her yearly business? Let's see. Yeah, you're right. How does she advertise this? I think she has Megan Galley go on her site and tweet for her. I think that's the only. <laughs> like, does she have like? Troll, I'm imagining like tweets? a woman in Nebraska with like little um, signs around town. Right. All right, I'll see if there, is there a, an account called Holiday Martha Stewart? No, there's regular. Yes. There is? Yeah. Uh, On Twitter? Martha Stewart, she plays Hillary Clinton. She plays Sarah Palin. Oh, she says she has 25 years of writing and performing comedy and hosting shows, and she is under MarianneCurran.com. That is Does she like a- to bet? Let's get her on. We could have her yeah, pretend really. to meet Sarah Palin making picks. That's a yeah. great idea. You know, Mary, could- wait a minute. I got a great idea. Marianne's mega lock of the week. Wait, no, no. That's <laughs> not good. No, I don't want to take I can, it. I can appreciate that. Yeah, that Megan that girl, hers are awful. <laughs> I can appreciate she's more than just a Martha Stewart, though. I, I had a barber in Detroit one time. And uh, to come, he was a barber, but also his second job was a Donny Hathaway impersonator which I just could not what? imagine was in high demand, right? Like I couldn't imagine with too many people out there looking for a Donny Hathaway impersonator, but he had the whole song and dance down. Interesting. Uh, I guess he would look like Donny Hathaway because I didn't, you know. Oh, there's some to- great ones. You go on Cameo, you do a deep dive, you'll, you'll never be able to take your head out of the water. You, you'll go hours finding these uh, nut jobs. Not that Marianne is. I'm sure she's a delightful person. But either way, I'm the winner. Is that the make that must Let's hear the song one more time, Spaghetti, can we? Grab some money from a jar Get a message from a star The price is what we really wonder It's cameo Did we learn anything here today? I mean, this is terrific that I won, but um, did anyone's mind change on anything? Probably not. Fall of America is imminent. That's all I got. Yeah, there you go. All right. I do have uh, one question, Sal. Do we know ahead. what Megan would have tweeted had she won the battle? Oh, yeah. Oh. I, I know. I thought I didn't really start thinking about it because I didn't win, although I was confident. I don't know. I wouldn't have been as harsh as her. Like, I think, like I said before, like the <laughs> there would have been some inappropriate link or something, and then she could have said I got hacked. But no, I, I didn't tell get that her. Far. I, we texted about the night before. I'm like, hey, uh, you're an established comedian, so just tell me to shut my fat mouth. But you know, hygiene things work here. Um, we could, if you need some quick Photoshop options, the, the fellas could, we could help out here. You know, if she's sitting on Urban Meyer's lap, maybe that's too too much. But um, but uh, no, she had she had a few at the ready, and that was the one. <laughs> I think she had like a conference call about it with some Colts fans. Really? Like, how should we get 
Yeah, how I should we get the Patriots back? I forgot how much they hated back. Josh McDaniels. Yeah, it kind of it, it was kind of perfect. I hate to say, it um, really was. Megan, fun of sports. Check it out. Very good stuff. You, you'd see a grown woman go through a mental breakdown for an hour this week if you want to <laughs> tune in. It's good. Martin Weiss, Lemon Pepper Parlay, you and T.J. Hushmanzada. Lemon Pepper Parlay, all about the wings except when. Um, Dave has his hands in the community pot of wings in a suite. You've got, I am now a super vigilant. I have to be super vigilant around food of any kind. There you go. The, the, the man, the self-proclaimed man who claims fruit of the year. Yeah. I hope you don't treat your fruits like that, Dave. There you go. I Dave, put my hands on them. Minus By the three. way, I think someone's car is being stolen. Yeah, so no, that's, in my, that's in my neighborhood. I don't know what's going on. Oh, I just I was, was positive it was in my neighborhood. <laughs> I did not think it was going to be yours. Minus three, Shaq. Gangbusters won with Hench. Uh, we tried to keep it uh, to a half hour, so you'll be surprised to learn it goes over an hour. Hour and a half. But that's nice, though. <laughs> what are you, you're sitting around with? How much that's time can right. you spend with the family? It'll be nice. Take an hour, listen to me, Spaghetti, and Kevin Hench break down pro football action coming there at you, you this go. weekend. Scott, I don't know. You, uh, you'll be lawyering by a truck stop, I guess. I'm not sure. Correct. Okay. Ranch hands. Look for that. Uh, There you go. And from everybody at the Extra Points Podcast, I want to wish you a happy holidays, a Merry Christmas. And tonight, thank God it's them instead of you. What an asshole, huh? So this is Christmas. (laughs) 